Welcome back to Devori Darkens Live, episode number 167. And in today's show, we're talking about five money myths that are keeping you broke and holding you back from financial abundance. Bottom line up front, if you want to find some type of freedom when it comes to your ability to earn money, if you want to have a positive relationship when it comes to money, it's all going to come down to mindset and absolutely overcoming these five money myths that I'm going to get into today. Now, where I always love to start is your life purpose, because in order to live your life purpose, you're going to need to really have a good relationship with money. Sooner or later, you're going to need to improve your money mindset because your purpose in life is something that gets you up in the morning, is something you truly love to do, and will require some type of financial investment from you. You will need to invest your time, your money, and your energy into living your purpose. So you might as well get your mindset in order as it pertains to that. And the first step to doing that is discovering your purpose. If you need help in doing that, you could go to the link in my bio right now and download the Purpose Finder Cheat Sheet absolutely for free and comes with a video training showing you how to fill out the cheat sheet itself. Secondly, if you are looking for accountability, you are looking for mentorship because you've already heard everything when it comes to money mindset, but you're still not getting the results you want. You're still not doing what you know you should do. It's really time for some accountability. And that step that you could take is go to the link in my bio as well and schedule a life audit call. And we'll see if I am the great fit for you to help you get what you want <clears throat> as it pertains to your goals. So one of those goals is definitely I know about money, which is what most people are always talking about. They're always talking about money. They need to earn more money. I want to manifest more money. I believe I, earn, I deserve more money. I want more freedom with my money. You know, it's always a money conversation, generally speaking. Not everybody, but generally speaking, money comes up all the time, right? But what we don't learn from a very young age is about money. We don't learn that. Think about it. When's the last time someone actually sat you down and taught you financial literacy when you were a child? Nobody, generally speaking, again, most people do not understand money. They do not know how to earn money. They don't understand credit. They don't understand what it means to take out a loan. They definitely don't understand uh, what it means to start a business and how money is earned in this world. They don't understand any of that. And as a result, what happens? We grow up and we make every mistake in the book when it comes to money. Generally speaking, most Americans do that. Now, every now and then, there's always somebody who, through God's will, they already have a good mindset around money. Two, they did learn about money. Or three, they may have worked somewhere and they were taught about money. Usually that's the three different scenarios where people are good with money. Now, let me go back to second. When I said they learned it, they learned it through past experiences. So they made the mistakes and then they made a decision to finally do something so they don't make the same mistakes financially again. Right. And so they, they learn that would be my scenario. My wife, on the other hand, 
she just is 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 a whiz when it comes to money. Now, did she grow up around people who were good with money all the time? Not necessarily. However, she did work at a bank and she actually listened and she actually learned and she asked a lot of questions. And so she developed great habits around money. I have a brother who I think by God's will, he's just great with money. Uh, he's always been good with money. There's, he's never short of money. And uh, for me, I actually had to go through a lot of bad experiences with money to finally wake up and learn how to do things differently. So I say all that up front to let you know what we're going to get into today is just not another list for you to write down and be like, oh, yeah, that's great. No, I'm really going to give you some life experiences here. And I really want you to take this and do something about it. That's the only way you get something out of this show today is you go do something. So maybe one of these myths, you can finally just make a commitment to get over immediately. Just get over it. Let it go. Move on. Focus on something else, right? Or really the polar opposite, okay? So let's let's go here. Let's go here. There are five money myths that keep people broke and stop them from achieving financial abundance. And I'm going to repeat them to you right now. Number one, it's hard to earn money. Number two, I can't afford to invest in myself right now. Number three, what I really want, it costs too much money. It's too expensive. Number four, I'm not really good with managing money. And number five, money is bad. One of those myths is absolutely causing you to have some type of struggle when it comes to your money situation. It doesn't matter if you're a business owner, if you're an employee, a parent, an 18-year-old. More than likely, because society does not teach us about money as children, we have some of these myths that we're dealing with and they're holding us back. Let me repeat that to you again. What are the five money myths that are keeping you broke and holding you back from financial abundance? Here we go. Number one, it's hard to earn money. Number two, you can't afford to invest in yourself right now. Number three, what you want is too expensive. Number four, you're not good with managing your money. And number five, money is bad anyway. These are the myths that are holding people back. How many of you right now can relate to one of those myths that I just said out loud? Now, before I dive into each of them and what to do about it, what is the main problem here? Like, what is the big obstacle that is in the way right now? Like, right now you are where you are financially. What is your biggest obstacle it's not the economy. It's not the government. It's not your family. You know what it really is? It's ignorance, not understanding money. That is your biggest obstacle. The things that you don't understand, how can you ever expect to make the best decisions? When you don't understand, how can you make the best decisions? That's the big obstacle here. That is the big obstacle. It's not, it's not the economy. Well, the gas is going up. Groceries are going up. 
that that's not really the big obstacle. Those are symptoms. Trust me on that. That's not the root cause to money problems in your life. The root cause to the problem is a lack of understanding how to earn leverage and manage your money. And it all comes from mindset at the end of the day. Now, do you need to go to school and, and read a thousand books to understand how to earn money? Absolutely not. If you just were to start loving yourself unconditionally, you would spend your money more wisely. You might want to write down what I just said. Because I find at the root cause of people who are good with money, they usually have a high esteem of themselves. They usually love themselves enough to say no to certain things financially. They don't put themselves in that type of position or risk. See, the more you love yourself, the more you have the confidence, the self-esteem to say no to decisions that put you in a position financially that is risky, right? Or that you put yourself in a position where you've got more expenses than you have income. So the, the problem is just not understanding the mindset behind it. What is the mindset of an individual who understands how to earn money? They have no issue earning money. What's the mindset behind someone who knows how to take that money, invest in themselves, and double that money? What's the mindset of an individual who... They don't have any problem attracting money to themselves. Part of that mindset is they understand that money is a good thing. They believe that they are worthy of that money in the first place. It's a mindset like I'm saying. The problem is, is people don't understand that. They think the government controls their ability to earn money. They think the economy controls their ability to earn money. That's why I said ignorance. People are blaming outside circumstances on why they can't earn the money they really want. It's not the outside circumstances. It's you. You just don't understand money. And guess what? This is an amazing problem because guess what? In life, one of the laws is what? The law of polarity. There's an opposite to everything. And if you right now don't understand money, which is a problem, guess what? There's a solution. You can start understanding money. And again, we'll expand on that when we get to that particular myth, by the way. But I'm just breaking down before I get into the solution here. What is your main obstacle? What's really standing in your way from where you are right now financially and where you want to be? Ignorance. Simply not understanding how to earn money, leverage money, and the mindset behind doing that in the first place. So let me repeat them again, and then I'm going to cover each one. What are the five money myths that are keeping you broke? and holding you back from financial abundance. Number one, it is hard to earn money. Number two, I can't afford to invest in myself right now. That's what a lot of people say. Number three, what I want, it costs too much. It's too expensive. Number four, I'm not good with money and I can never be good with money. That's what people think. And number five, money's bad anyway. It's for, for those rich people out there, people who are scamming people. People literally believe that. Now let's cover each of them at a time. It's hard to earn money. I hear this probably the most as a mentor. There's a lot of people who come to me and I help them become successful in their life. This would probably be the number one complaint around money. It's hard to earn money. And 
this, the reason why that's a myth and it's not true, because money does not discriminate. Money goes where it's welcome. Money goes where it knows it's going to be managed properly. Meaning money is an energy, okay? If your energy is negative around money, you're going to have a tough time earning money. And even if you do earn a lot of money, it's going to go out the window. Right? Money's not going to stick to you because your energy and the energy of money don't match. I'm, I'm really reducing it down to just making it very simple. Okay. When I say that people are like, it's hard to earn money and why that is a money myth, it's because earning money has nothing to do with your skin color. It's got nothing to do with your religion. It's got nothing to do with your gender. It's got nothing really to do with where you're located, especially if you're in America. It has everything to do with your energy, your mindset about it in the first place. See, if your mindset and your energy is, it's hard to earn money, how does that make you feel? I want you to do that to yourself right now. I want you to stand right there and say it to yourself right now and then tell me in the comment section, how does it feel when you say those words out loud? You got to say them out loud. It's hard to earn money. Say it out loud to yourself. It's hard to earn money. How does that make you feel? Does that motivate you? Does that empower you? Does that encourage you? Does that make you get into a creative state on how you can earn money? It doesn't. What does it do? It discourages you. It puts you in a bad vibration. It doesn't make you feel good is the bottom line. And if you don't feel good when it comes to money, the chances of you making those hard choices that you're going to have to make, you're not going to make them. You're just going to go back to doing what you're doing previously. Because you keep feeling the same way. You feel bad around money. That's why it's a myth. Earning money is not hard. Earning money is easy. We just have to understand how to earn money. We have to understand what money really is. It's an energy. And it's governed by the laws of the universe. Meaning there must be a problem. And then someone must provide a solution. Cause and effect. If I have a problem, I go to someone with the solution. Even if, they're, even if I don't have to talk to the person who made the product, right? When I go to the grocery store, what am I doing? I'm walking in there with the problem. I'm hungry. I need to eat. Well, the grocery store has provided a solution locally. And they have different sections based on people's problems. Some people want to eat more vegetables. They have a vegetable section. Some people want to eat box dinners. They have a section for that. Some people want to eat meat and dairy and stuff like that. They have a section for that. Some people want to do frozen stuff. It's all based on problems. You see, there must be an exchange. Money must be exchanged between really two points. Problem, solution. Hey, my problem is right now, I don't want to live in this home anymore. I want to move my family across country. I need to sell this home. Solution. Hey, I need to buy a home, right? Or again, another problem. I'm looking for a home to, to live in. And what do you got to do? Got to go to a realtor. That's the solution. See, money is constantly exchanging hands, but it's exchanging hands with people who are doing what? 
They're solving problems. You're not going to be able to solve problems very effectively if you have a negative relationship with money. That's why earning money is not hard. Earning money is easy. Think about it. Earning money. Think about this. This is how easy it is to earn money right now. I can right now take this microphone, this laptop, that phone, put it on OfferUp right now and sell all this in the next couple hours. I guarantee if I put this laptop up, I put this phone, this phone up, I put this microphone, people are going to blow up my DMs right now for, for this equipment. And I will make money by selling it because that's a problem. That's a big problem for people right now. There are people who always want laptops. There's people who always want iPhones. There's people who always want microphones. It's a problem. I know I could sell it. There's no question. Any professional salesperson will tell you all they need to know is what the person's problem is and what they really want. They can sell them anything. See, it's an energy. Earning money is not hard. It's just we don't understand. We're not taught. We're not taught. We, we believe that earning money, um, the only way to do it is to get a nine to five. That's and trade our time for it. But that's not the only way to earn money. There's really three ways to earn money. Number one is you do trade your time for money, which you only have so much time in a day. Number two, you go and invest the money in long-term investments like stocks or your 401k or some. When I was in the military, we had something called thrift savings, things like that, money market. Those are long-term things, not short-term. Those, those are long-term. The third way is you either... You are the business owner or you are the investor and you find a way to generate multiple sources of income. So meaning, you know, let's say you start a business, you got to find multiple ways to earn money in your business. You can't just sell one way. Now, if you guys are like, well, come on, Devore, is it really that way? Absolutely. All you have to do is pay attention. All you have to do is pay attention. How many ways can you purchase something from Starbucks? You can walk in. You can order through the app. You can order the coffee. You can order the frappuccinos. You can order the coffee beans. You can order the coffee uh, grinder, the coffee equipment. You can come in and sit down and use their internet. There are so many ways that Starbucks is monetizing there's, there, there's multiple ways that they earn money. That's just one way. And then again, you could be the investor behind a type of a business like that, right? E either way, that's the best way to earn money. That's why people who get into real estate, why do they earn so much money? Why is it that majority of millionaires are rich because of real estate? Because real estate gives them multiple sources of income. Every time they go, they invest into another property. That's another source. So someone has, you know, a hundred doors or a hundred units or a hundred properties, that's a hundred sources of income that they have coming in. Let's move to number two. I can't afford to invest in myself, right? This is what you might be saying. You may be saying, I can't afford to invest in myself. You can't afford to invest in yourself. Let me tell you why that's a myth. You cannot afford, right? Uh, to blow this off, meaning the cost of you not investing in yourself is higher than if you were to just invest in yourself. How do we know this to be true? There's an amazing quote by Tim Grover, who happened to be a physical trainer, coach, 
from Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Dwayne Wade. Uh, these are obviously some of the greatest shooting guards in NBA history. And you could argue one, two, three. Um, but he's quoted for saying that uh, people think, you know, the, the, the cost of success is high, right? But wait till you get the bill for regret. See, if you don't go out there and do what you truly want to do, if you don't invest in yourself, um, if you're thinking financially, you can't afford to do that. You have no idea what you're setting yourself up to experience in the long term. You see, if you don't invest in yourself today, you have to understand that you're going to reap what you sow. So every day you keep blowing it off and don't invest in yourself is every day you're never going in the direction you want to go. And time is going to go on. Right? You know, before you know it, it's going to be 2024. And before you know it, you're going to be 30 years old, 40 years old, 50, 60, 70, 80. Why do you want to wait till the end of your life and then invest in yourself? That is the biggest mistake ever. But people do that. They do do that. It's never too late, of course. But I digress. Believing that you cannot afford to invest in yourself right now is a huge mistake. There is always a way to invest in yourself. You can invest in yourself by getting the books. You can invest in yourself by joining some type of mem membership, going to the people who have the results you want. It doesn't matter what it is. You've got to do it. The best decision I ever made was to invest in myself. I paid for a mentor. I went and got mentorship. I invested in so many courses. I was telling one of my clients because she was beating herself up because she paid $2,500 for a course like four years ago and she didn't find any success with it. I was telling her, I said, listen, I've taken so many courses. I don't even know how many didn't work. I would rather know that I spent money investing in my own development than to be in a position where I'm looking back and I'm like, man, I really haven't invested in myself. No wonder I'm not getting to where I want to go. I never want to have that conversation with, with myself. You see, what you put in to yourself is what you're going to get out. Again, one of the laws of the universe, the law of cause and effect. What you give is what you receive. If you give more to yourself, you're going to receive more. The more you invest on invest in you, the bigger the return. Right? That and the amazing thing is there's no limit to the return. You have infinite potential. You're a creative person. You have amazing ideas. But it's if, if you don't invest in yourselves, those ideas are never going to come a reality. That's really the bottom line. If you never invest in yourself, that dream, those ideas you have will never become a reality. The investment is the cause. The manifestation, that's the effect. Let's move to myth number three. Money myth number three. What you want is too expensive. I'm going to tell you right now, it's never too expensive. Too expensive is objective. Think about it. You're saying something's too expensive because you're comparing it to something. See, what's expensive to you may be cheap to another person. Some people may say flying first class is too cheap. Yeah, compared to what though? Or excuse me, it's too expensive compared to what though? Flying first class is too expensive compared to what? Compared to the time that you save? Like if you get TSA pre-check, 
and you have first class, do you know how much time you save? You can literally show up to the airport 45 minutes before the flight takes off and literally walk up to the gate and just walk onto the plane. I've done that so many times already. Paying that money, is that expensive? Compared to what? My time is more valuable. So I value my time. I value my experience. I'm not, I'm not in a rush, but I also, if I have a choice on whether or not I have to wait, I'd rather not wait. Put me in front of the line. But see, in my world, I value my time like that. So to me, it's not expensive. See, what's expensive is me going the cheap route, right? Sitting in a row that's uncomfortable, right? Next to someone that may not be friendly, having to wait to get off the airplane, get on the airplane. It's just not a good look for me. That's just me though. So you have to understand that whatever you think that you want, it's too expensive. That's a limiting belief. It's not true. You're just comparing it wrong. What are you comparing that to? That's the question. If time is so valuable to you, nothing's too expensive. If you really think about it. We seem to believe that what we want is too expensive, but we're the same individuals that use DoorDash all the time or Grubhub. And we pay all these extra fees for convenience. Same individuals that eat out most of the week where you're spending 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 dollars for lunch. But we're saying what we want is too expensive. It doesn't make sense. It's a total contradiction. That's all I'm saying. See, if you were to audit how you use your money, you'll find that what you want is really not that expensive. You're just not managing your money properly. That, that's all it really is. What you want is it's not too expensive, okay? Because for most people out there, they don't want the moon, okay? They don't want the world. They don't want to be a billionaire. They don't want a yacht. They don't want a private jet. They don't even want a mansion. They just want a nice home with some nice land, some nice neighbors, right? They want some nice food. They want some, some good time with or quality time with their family. That's not expensive, okay? That's nothing compared to buying a jet, a private jet. That's nothing compared to buying this big old mansion that you have to maintain and hire people to maintain on a daily basis, right? It, it's, again, we, it's a mindset issue here. We're thinking that what we want is too expensive. But what are you basing that on? What are you comparing that to? How do you know it's too expensive? What does it mean when something's too expensive? What does that even mean? See, these are questions that do what? It causes you to think. Think for yourself. All right, money myth number four. I'm not good with managing money. You can be good with managing your money. You absolutely can be. Managing money is not hard. It's quite simple. But if you already inherently believe that you're never good with money and you'll never be good with money, then nobody can help you. But if you truly desire to be able to manifest the money you want and keep it and invest it, 
you must understand how to what? Be in control of your money, which means you need to learn money or this is really the proper term. You need to learn financial literacy. One of the rules in financial literacy is what? You need to have more income than you do expenses. Does that mean you need to be thinking from a place of lack? No. It just means as you're working your way towards financial abundance, you need to make sure that you're making more money than what you're spending. And here's why this is easy to do. Because see, if you get rid of your limiting beliefs around money and you really start to love and respect yourself, you'll stop wasting your money on things. Well, you don't, Devor, you don't understand, you know, gas is higher than ever. Okay, how much money you are you paying to Apple every month for, for the iPhone users out there? How many subscriptions do you have that you are not using? How many Starbucks do you buy on a monthly basis? How many times do you eat out? You see, we can go back and forth and I can prove to you by auditing, which that's not my profession, but if a CPA or an accountant or financial planner audits your bank account, they would tell you that you're wasting your money. I think, generally speaking, everybody's guilty at doing something of that nature. I'm speaking to the person who's doing that excessively. That you have more expenses than income and then you keep complaining that you're paycheck to paycheck. It's because, again, financial literacy rule number one is you need to have more income than expenses. That's simple. Don't go out there and accure expenses that you don't have the money to pay for. It's really that simple. Now, I'm a firm believer that when your money mindset is right, even if you don't have all the money, the money will show up. And you will figure out the money situation as you go along. But if you don't have a good relationship with money, that idea when it comes to money ain't going to happen. You see, you have to understand that you can be great with managing your money. You have to be. You should not be a slave to your money. Money should be a slave to you. You, you have to adopt that mindset that, wait a minute, I'm going to stop allowing money to control me. I'm going to control my money. Are you going to, are you going to develop that mindset overnight? No. Can you develop that mindset in the next 30 days, six months? Absolutely. Absolutely. You can. And by the end of this year, could you be in a position financially where you're like, you know what? I've changed so much. Absolutely. You can, but you've got to believe that for yourself. I can tell you, but you got to believe that you got to accept that idea. You got to accept the idea that you can be great when it comes to your money. You got to accept the idea that you could be great with managing your money. You have to just accept that. Now, let's go to money myth number five, because this one's a classic. Everybody's heard this. Oh, money's bad. Money don't grow on trees. Money is the root of all evil. It's not. Okay. When you see evil being done, it's not money. It's people. It's people and their ignorance. It's people and their habits, their limiting beliefs. That's why they're doing that. It, the, the money is just a tool, right? It's like I could take this microphone, go outside right now, and attack somebody with it. Is the microphone the problem or am I the problem? I'm the problem, not the, not the microphone. But see, that's what people do is they don't look at the person. They just look at the money and they say money is the problem. No, no, no. The person with the money is the problem. 
Because money is a tool. And again, when you don't understand how to use the tools that you've been given, you're not going to use them to their capabilities. You're not going to max out. Right? So again, that's why I said your biggest problem is not the economy or your family or your past. Your biggest problem is just ignorance around money in general. And it's not your fault because school never taught us. And if you're like me, parents never taught you either. So is money really bad? Money's really money's not good and it's not bad either. It just is. Money just is. It's just a tool. How you choose to use it, that's what's going to make it good or bad. But money just is. It's just energy at the end of the day. What we decide to do with that energy is what's either going to make it good or bad. And our ability to make it good or bad is based on our mindset. How do you think about money? You see, I have this classic story I tell people all the time, and it's my own personal story. When my adopted mother got breast cancer, and she was dying, and we were all around her, it was all bad, and she passed away. And as soon as she passed away, everybody in the family started fighting about one thing, money. And as a result, it left me really jaded when it came to money. The experience was so traumatic that I, I got to this point where I didn't even want to have anything to do with money. So as soon as I was, as soon as I earned money, the money went out the window because I was associating money with trauma. I was associating money with drama. I was associating money with relationships being torn apart. And because I didn't have anybody there to tell me otherwise, that was my experience. So I used to believe money was bad. And so when I would make choices, unconsciously, by the way, because you, you, your subconscious is controlling what you're doing. When you go through what you go through as a child, that's what's in the subconscious mind. So if you have bad experiences when it comes to money when you were a child, a teenager, that's absolutely in your subconscious right now con controlling you. That's exactly what's happening. That's exactly what happened to me. And so I, would, I wouldn't want to borrow any money. I would rather be homeless than to borrow money. Right? I wouldn't ask anybody for help. It's because of those experiences. You see? And what I didn't do throughout that time when I was in my 20s is I just didn't go educate myself. And not just educate myself, but I didn't, I didn't forgive and let go and make peace with what had happened. And because I didn't do that, had all this negative energy around money and I was associating money with this bad experience in the past. That's what I'm saying. Is money bad? No, it's not. Money just is. How you choose or what you choose to do with it, that's what makes it good or bad. And that's a choice. That is a choice. And that's why I said, why, why, think of it this way. And, and I always bring this up with money, especially with my clients. Okay, I want to earn more money, Devori. Okay, why? Because, uh, you know, I want to earn more money. I want to have a million dollars and all this other stuff. You know, I really need the money. Okay, wait a minute. You really need the money? Or do you desire the money? It's a difference. You see, the mistake that people make first 
when it comes to try when, when they when they attempt to improve, let me say it this way. Here are three classic mistakes when it comes to people who are looking to earn more money in their life. Number one, they're they're approaching it from a place of lack. They're thinking in their head, I lack money. I don't have money and I'm desperate right now and I need the money. Well, when you are thinking that way, your energy is negative. You will repel money. Money doesn't want to be around desperate people. Okay. So that, that's mistake number one, right? People, they get into that mode. Number two, um, they're, they're, they set this big financial goal because they believe that will solve all their problems. Your problems is an internal thing. It's not an external thing. There's no amount of money that will solve your problems. Problems are from within. Okay. These situations that are happening in your life, they're happening for you. But money's not actually the root solution. It's you. You're the root solution. How you feel about money in the first place is what solves those problems. And number three is people, they want it yesterday. So they're not willing to wait, right? They, they, they want the money now. But they're not willing to go out there and be of value to people. They're not willing to go out there and solve a problem for people. They're not willing to put what? Put some work in. Take those inspired actions. They're not willing to do that. But they want the money. See, that's what I'm saying. Is money bad? No, it's the person behind the money that's bad or good. That's exactly what's going on. Let's let's recap these again. What are the five money myths that are keeping you broke and holding you back from financial abundance? Number one, it's hard to earn money. No, it's not. It's easy to earn money. Number two, you can't afford to invest in yourself right now. Well, if you can't afford to invest in yourself right now, wait till you get the bill of regret at the end of your life. Number three. What you want is too expensive. It's not too expensive. What's too expensive is living a life where you never get what you want. And then what? You're resentful. You have regrets. You're depressed. And by the way, it's expensive compared to what? What are you comparing it to? And what does it's too expensive even mean? Can you even answer that? Number four, you're not good with money and you can never be good with money. Those are lies. You can absolutely be good with money, just like you're absolutely good with tying your shoe. Some of you, you just got a new job and you've been in that job for the last year and you're good now. You can get good with your money. You're, 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 you're like thinking that you don't have this power or something like you can't learn. You can absolutely learn and master anything. Number five, money's bad. It's the person behind the money that's bad or good. Money is a tool. How you choose to use that tool defines the outcomes. So if you're using that tool from a place of lack, you're using that tool to hurt other people, then yeah, in the end, it's not going to be good for you. Right? What's the point about these five money myths? You can overcome all of them, but you've got to start getting the right information. You've got to start questioning your current limiting beliefs around money. You've got to question your perception around money, how you think about money. Where did you get the idea about money in the first place? Who taught you? When you start to ask those type of questions, 
it's not going to take you very long, long to change your mindset. It really won't. And then at the same time, if you're educating yourself on basic financial literacy principles, the sky is the limit for you. It really is. It doesn't matter if you're a business owner, a parent, you're 18 years old, the principles are the same. You should always have more income than you do expenses. You should also, when it comes to the income, create multiple sources of income. You're going to do that tomorrow night? No. But can you set that up over the next five years? Absolutely, you can. You'd be surprised at what you can accomplish in five years if you just were to focus on getting your money right. Like, you'd be shocked. But see, it goes back to it. Do you, or not even do you, are you willing to do what is required for the next year, three years, or five years that to the point where at the end of the five years, you're in a beautiful position financially? Are you willing to trade five years for that? Most, most people are going to say, absolutely, Devore, I am. But then tomorrow, their behavior says otherwise. So they're not willing. And I, I can't make you do that. That's something that, again, goes back to purpose. What would be the purpose of you even making that type of commitment in the first place? What is it that would emotionally drive you to make that type of commitment? Because it's, it's definitely a worthy commitment. You will be challenged. You will face resistance. So you got to have some emotional reason behind why you're going to shift your money mindset and, and do a 180. It, it ain't going to happen because I'm talking about it or it sounds good. And you see a bunch of videos on social media talking about all these ways to earn money. That ain't going to work. Okay. There's so many people right now. What do they do? They scroll on social media. They see a money making idea. They save it and they never do anything about it. Or they save it. They attempt to do it. They don't get any success initially. And then they bail on it entirely. What they don't understand is the person who was sharing that idea with you, they didn't get that idea overnight. Excuse me. They didn't master that concept overnight. But that is the other side of social media that makes us believe that everything happens like that. You know, but that's not the, the case. That's not the entire story. Okay. Everybody's on their own journey. The bottom line is this. There is no shortage of money in this world for you. There is no shortage. When you understand that money is a tool and all you need to do is to get really great at solving problems for other people, you will always make a lot of money. You'll make a decent amount of money because what is a lot of money, right? You'll make a decent amount of money. Like I really do believe that anyone in America can earn six figures just by solving one problem for people. You choose the problem. I guarantee you can make six figures doing it. I guarantee you can. Because there's so many ways to do it. Think about it. There are so many ways that I make money right now with my business. I have a blueprint journal people can purchase. I have one-on-one -on -one coaching people can purchase. I have a weekly coaching group that people can purchase. I have courses that people can purchase. I have speaking engagements that I'm paid for, right? I have consulting that I do for businesses that I'm paid for. There, I just gave you seven different ways. My, my wife, it's the same thing. She has a subscription box. 
She's got an online store. She does local events. She's got brand deals. She's got multitude of ways to earn money. My question for you, if you're going to take anything out of today, what are the multiple ways that you can start earning money with what you do? Start thinking about that. Now, what is going to happen, because this is what happens to most people, you will have a tendency to immediately start to double down on one of these myths. You'll start saying, well, wait a minute, it's too expensive to do that right now. Or, yeah, I don't think that's going to work. Or, what about my job? What would they say? You see, we automatically start to think why we can't do something, and that's why nothing ever changes. If you were to write down all your ideas on the multitude of ways to earn money by just doing one thing, and I'm not telling you to go start 10 different businesses, what I'm telling you is just take one concept and ask yourself, how can you earn money five different ways with that concept? Five different ways with that business. Think about it. Now, you may say, well, come on, Devorah, do people really need what I have? Problem, solution. This country that I live in, which is America, is built on that. It's capitalism. Capitalism exists because there's a problem. I have the solution. And you will pay me for the solution. Right? Or I have the problem. I'll pay you for the solution. That's really what it is. I mean, if we just strip it down to the very basics, that's all it ever is. Someone has a problem. The other person have a, have a solution. They come together. They exchange the money. Boom. That's all it really is. So do that for yourself. Write down the multitude of ways that you can earn money. Um, but listen, <clears throat> you can't be trying to earn money from a place of lack. You can't be trying to earn money from a place of desperation. I need the money. I need the money. That's not going to work. Energy is off. You can't do that. You got to think from a place of abundance. There's no shortage of money for me out there. That's how you have to think. There's no shortage of money. I'm great at solving problems. It's easy for me to earn money. I have a healthy relationship with money. You got to start repeating things like this, but you cannot. It's not just repeating it. Writing it down in affirmations, doing meditation for two hours, three hours, listening to things on YouTube, the special meditation at the particular Hertz, right, for money manifestation. Guys, you need to get off your ass and go do something, okay? There are people out there right now who need what you have, whether you are a business owner, an entrepreneur, you got a side hustle, or you are an employee, somebody needs your talents, Somebody needs your gift. Somebody needs your specialty. And that somebody, there's at least a thousand of them. And I'm lowballing it. It's at least, there's at least a thousand of them out there. Now, if I say worldwide, there's millions. Think about how many people need to hear what I just said tonight. Billions. There's no shortage for people out there for you. None. There's no shortage of jobs. There's no shortage of opportunities. There's no shortage of customers, clients. Zero. This whole universe is based on abundance. The universe is not contracting. It's expanding. There's plenty of space in the universe, just like there's plenty of money. That's how we have to think. It's a mindset. 
let me see what your guys' mindset is about this show tonight. Let's see what your guys' questions are. I'm going to get into the chat here. Let's see what we got. All right, JR writes, when money comes my way, I am afraid to go high on my price, fear of rejection. I resonated with that right now because of my downgrading choices I make sometimes. Thank you for talking about money today and right now. So you are describing the problem that pretty much most people go through. Most people will undersell themselves. They will undervalue their worth. Some people won't even ask for money. They'll do things for free. Now, I happened to be in Chicago with my wife yesterday because she was flown out to Chicago by DHL, by the way, and they paid her good money to, to, to go out there. And one of the other uh, influencers that were there, he had exactly the problem you're describing. For the longest time when brands would reach out to him, he would just do it for free. He would spend his hard-earned time, money, and energy to create content for businesses for free. That makes no sense. You see, and I was telling him, I said, you know, that that's, that's your problem is you don't know how to tell people no. You want to say yes to everyone. The problem is, is that you don't believe your worth. You don't know your worth. That means you don't really love yourself. You have to love yourself enough to know when to tell people, hey, if you're asking me to do that, you're going to have to pay me. And this is the price. Because I'm going to tell you the biggest mistake all business owners make is they undervalue their, their, their prices. When you sell stuff too low and you sell the service and then you got to go and fulfill that service. And when you're fulfilling it, you're sitting there thinking, man, I should charge more for that because of the amount of energy that you're putting in. All right. So the, there is no, you, you, you know, you shouldn't do it. So what do you do about it? Exactly. You, you have to understand that you're worthy of the money. You also have to accept the idea and believe that there are plenty of people out there that will pay you at the price that you want to charge. How do we know this to be true? That's why you have Mercedes, BMW, Honda, Toyota, all the way up to Lamborghini, Porsche. Why is it that in the vehicle industry, you've got everything from cheap all the way to expensive and they're all still in business? Why is it that Target and Walmart are across the street from each other? Because there's an abundance. There are people who are willing to go into Target and spend all their money. And then there are people who don't want to do that. They go into Walmart. But there's plenty of them. You, you got to get out of the lack mentality and you got to get into the abundance mindset. There's more than enough people that will pay me for my prices. And you should be writing that down in your gratitude list. I'm so grateful that people... Are, I'm, I'm highly paid for what I do. That's what you should write down. I'm highly paid for what I do. Uh, let's see here. What else do we got on here? Uh, big Picture writes, I've listened to many coaches. You are the most sincere of them all. Thank you very much. I'm very grateful for that. Uh, Sweden writes... 
wow, love your live language courses and what, oh, I see what you, money's everywhere. Exactly. Exactly. Do you record your lives? I do. I'm recording right now. It's located on the YouTube channel. So if you're on TikTok uh, or Facebook, all you have to do is go to the link in my bio or the description and it'll take you to the YouTube channel. That's where every single episode is automatically uploaded. Uh, Jennifer writes, amazing. Thank you. You're welcome. Jennifer Jensen says, this hit tonight. Thank you, especially for you. Especially for you, Jennifer. There is an abundance out there. There's no shortage. My wife and I talk about you very often. We've seen your videos. We think you're amazing. But the real question is, do you think you're amazing? Do you believe you're amazing? That's where the breakthrough is going to happen, Jennifer, is you got to start to believe that you are worthy of that success. You got to believe it. You got to stop playing around. You're absolutely great at what you do. Here's the other thing. Even if you were average at what you do, but you were hyper consistent, you would be more successful than the person who's great at what they do, but they never show up. Because that's the way it works. Attention. No one's ever going to know you if you don't show up. Right? I don't think about, am I the best at what I do? You know, am I average? I don't think like that. I think about consistency. Am I showing up every single week for people? If I keep doing that, I know I'm going to I'm going to succeed. And I have already. And I'm going to keep succeeding because I keep showing up. Cause and effect. It's not about trying to be, you know, better than this person or that or be perfect. It's just be consistent. Show up for those people who need to hear what you have. That's just re- what it really is. Uh, JR says, uh, has to, uh, thank you for your words. I'm going to reach out back to them and tell them for a higher price. There you go. And listen, even if they say no, that means that's not the client for you anyway. Okay. And your intuition will, te- your intuition tells you like if, if you're trying to figure out what is the best price, what does your intuition tell you? Cause that's how I do it. That's exactly how I do it. I let my intuition tell me what I should charge. If someone asks me to do something, I always let my intuition tell me. The number always comes to me. And the number is never the same, by the way. One person, two people could ask me for the same service. They're going to get two different prices because it's, it's my intuition telling me. Let's see here. Jennifer writes, exactly. That's what I need to work on tonight. I was realizing, too, I can't stand in my comfort zone. Exactly. I have to do uncomfortable to get to where I want to be. Exactly. And that's the part of personal development that's not often spoke about is you got to do the uncomfortable action. You got to take the inspired actions as well. Like, for example, here's the priority. What are the actions that you absolutely must take every single day? It's the actions that are creative. It's the actions that are inspiring. That inspired idea that you have in your mind where you're like, oh my God, I should probably do that. That's the action that is number one priority every single day you have to take. Then priority number two is the fundamental actions, right? The fundamental actions would be showing up, doing the right thing, not wasting your money, not wasting your time, right? Doing healthy things, right? Strong foundation there, right? That, that's, the, that's the actions. That's it. Everything else will react to you. The universe will react to you and give you the next idea. See, that's that's the the fork in the road for a lot of people. How is this all going to happen? Listen, the how is is best explained this way. 
Number one, you'll never see the entire how anyway. You you can't because it's always unfolding for you. But secondly, if you're truly committed and all in on what you want, the universe must react to your energy and give you the next step, give you the next idea, give you the next opportunity, give you the next person you need to come into contact with. An idea, an opportunity in person takes you to the next milestone. And if you stay focused, then you'll get more ideas and you'll attract more opportunities and more people. And you keep working your way towards what you're ultimately wanting. Uh, let's see here. The JR writes, the scarcity mindset is what triggered me. Ask him for a lower price. Oh, yeah, exactly. You pointed out your self-worth and how do you present yourself to the world? That's my confidence. I am worried so much. That's why I have the the conference now to tell them. Oh, conference. Thank you so much. And you're right. Yeah. So I think you're trying to ask a question. You point out your self-worth and how do you present yourself to the world? I present myself to the, I present myself to the world as a person that I want to be the person I believe that I am authentic. I don't have anything to prove to anybody. I definitely don't think I'm better than anybody because we are all the same. I genuinely believe that. And so when I present myself to people, I present myself as a as, as an individual who has a purpose. I'm on a mission, okay? My purpose is to help people become successful. You either are trying to do something similar or you're not, but it doesn't matter to me because that's what I'm all about. I'm focused on me. I'm focused on doing what I'm supposed to do so I can help people do what they really want to do. Like, that's my life. If I just summed it up in, in, in one sentence. So every time I come into contact with people, I'm just authentic. If I, if I, if I feel, if, I, if my intuition tells me to say something, I'm going to say it. If my intuition says you need to ask them questions, I'm going to ask them questions. I'm just going to be me. Let's see here. What, uh, Melly Baby writes, what if you have so many business ideas but don't know which one to do? Which one has been the most dominant one in your mind? I got plenty of business ideas, but there's always one that's the most dominant. It's what I'm doing right now, mentoring people. What's the one that dominates you the most? What's the one that you've been speaking about? Or what's the one you've been thinking about for m most of the time, right? I have clients that they come to me and they'll be like, I'll ask them, yeah, so how long have you been thinking of that business idea? Oh, yeah, I've been thinking of this business idea since I was a teenager. Well, that I mean, how much more evidence do you need? Right? Sammy Davis Jr. said it best. The dream in your mind is who you are. If you're going to be free, you got to go out there and be you. Who are you? You're the dream in your mind. That, that's what I'm saying. You, you, you have, I don't believe it's a, a choice. It is a choice. But in my mind, it's not a choice for me. It's, it's, it's a law. I will live my dream. I will live my purpose. I will go help people. There's no debating that. There's no negotiation, maybe. No, that's what it is for me. Because life's short. We don't know when it's all done for us. I believe we do go somewhere beautiful and a, to a better place, of course. But I'm telling you, hey, I want to make sure that when I lay my head on the pillow, I'm maxed out. 
But that's what it has to be for me. And I hope that's what it is for other people. So whatever business idea lights you up the most, that's the one you, sh you should be doing. Uh, JR says, how I do too. And still when money is low, I ask for lower prices, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's, that's the mistake there. You're, you're, you're doing things from a place of lack. And if you're a business owner, that's a bad thing. That's a bad habit. That, that'll put you out of business. That will put you out of business. That's not smart financial uh, practices either, if you, if you think about it. You need to charge enough. You, like, if you're undercharging, you're not going to make any money. Like, and if you're thinking, why would someone pay all that money? Why would, why do people go out and get $70,000, $80,000, $90,000, $100,000 vehicles? And they don't, they barely have the money to put down a deposit because they really want it. Let's see, the respectable mind rights. I need to hear this tonight. I love it. Thank you. Melly Baby writes, I think that it's my problem. I may think something to say to someone, but don't say it. Um, I think this, that is my problem. I may think something. So, so you think about what you're going to say and then you don't end up saying it, right? Part of it is because you're probably worried about how they're going to react, um, what other people may think of you. And that is more of a communication, um, self-control thing, meaning the more you're in control of what you're thinking about, the more relaxed you'll be, the better you will communicate. So communication is, is not, it's, it's a, it, a communication is a result of something that you're doing, meaning our vocal cords, our body language, our facial expressions comes from how we feel in the first place. When we feel excited about something, people are going to see it in our eyes. They're going to feel that energy. They're, we're going to see it in our body language and the way that we speak. You guys know that I'm not on here trying to sell you snake oil. I really do live this. I really do care about you winning. Why? Because it's coming from a place of love. I really do feel this way. So because I feel that way, I don't have a problem communicating this. But if I don't love what I'm talking about, right? And I'm not really focused on helping you. Huh? I'll start to have all types of thoughts. I'll worry. I'll overthink, you know, and then it'll cause me to do what? I won't be able to communicate properly. We'll make that probably tomorrow's show communication. Uh, let's see here or Wednesdays or correction. See, I don't even know what day it is. Today's Friday. Uh, possibly I may go live on Sunday, but uh, Sunday is Mother's Day. So I might actually do Monday instead. Uh, but I'm going to have to wrap up here because it's almost time for my coaching call that I have to do with my group. Uh, last question here. I know you talk with love. That's why I'm free to say I struggle with confidence. Thing. Yeah, absolutely. And here's the thing, JR. Um, you want to stop saying that you struggle with confidence. You want to start saying, I am becoming confident. I am feeling confident. Feeling confident comes easy for me. Right? Expressing my confidence comes easy. I think that's a good one. Expressing my confidence is easy for me. I am so grateful that expressing my confidence is easy for me. Write that down. That should be, you repeat that to yourself in the mirror every single day, and then you go out there and back it up. You will become that way. And it ain't going to take you long. 
it won't. All right, so five money myths that keep you broke and hold you back from financial abundance. Number one, it's hard to earn money. We already debunked that. Number two, you can't afford to invest in yourself right now. We debunked that as well. Number three, what you want is too expensive. We debunked that as well. Number four, you're never going to be good with money. We address that. And number five, money is bad. Those myths, I'm telling you guys, hold so many people back. So what do we do now? We wrap up and I'll leave you guys with this. Thank you for listening to the Devore Darkens Live podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to help you master your mindset so you can manifest more money, more freedom, and a better life. Remember, subscribe to the YouTube channel and follow me on Facebook, TikTok, and IG at Devore Darkens. Love you and take care.